0: Hello, hi and welcome to another episode of the Emma Gunn show and a midweek installment of bullet points. Thank you so much for your messages about my conversation with Poppy Delbridge. I am so glad that so many of you out there who like me were cynical about something like tapping stuck with it and found Poppy's advice and insights really useful. And in fact, the show isn't just about what somebody might be writing a book about. It's about their story and Poppy really shared some incredible insights but also was was very raw and honest it was a really powerful conversation to be a part of and from the emails i'm getting from you it was also a really powerful conversation to hear I was very much the person who gave side-eye to things like tapping and crystals. I kind of lumped them together simply because over the years I've learned, and I have to be honest, I've learned the hard way not to trust those sorts of things. It's important for me now to see evidence. So I know I annoy people when they say, oh, there's this great thing, or I've got this great supplement, or I've got this great thing. And I'm like, yeah, do you have the clinical trials? Do you have the data? Do you have anything that proves to me that this works rather than me just taking your word for it? Which makes me obviously seem like a real cynic, but evidence is really, really important. So when I've seen people tapping themselves without any real rhyme or reason, because that's what it looks like when you see someone tapping, um, I've just thought, no, that's definitely not for me. And I haven't taken the time to explore any further. And that's on me, mea culpa, I should have. And But then more than that, there's another layer to the reason why I'm a cynic in this particular space. And it's because I found that the people who align themselves with these sorts of pink-tinged, crystal-infused self-help um, activities... Tend to talk absolute nonsense and word salad. So I have just found myself feeling like, right, if I don't like the look of it immediately, then I'm just going to not look at it at all. And that's very closed-minded. And clearly, that isn't the case with Poppy and what she's doing with tapping and rapid tapping. So if you've seen the clip on Instagram where she brings up quantum physics during our conversation, you'll see how delighted I am that we're actually getting stuck into science in a more evidence-based landscape. And we're not just talking about intangibles, we're talking about real tangible data, science, evidence, which is why I found The entire conversation with Poppy really valuable, but particularly when the way that she spoke about tapping was very convincing. Anyway... I know from your messages that a lot of you have either bought her book or followed her on Instagram or followed Rapid Tapping and are interested in tapping yourselves or doing courses or any of these things. And if you are, if you have signed up, if you are moving forward with it, then please do stay in touch and let me know about your progress. I would really, really like to hear how you've been getting on and the impact it's had for you. So please, I'd be delighted to hear all of that and hear what's going on. Um, And now for what's been happening this week. (laughs) Well, I simply cannot record this bullet points without referencing an Instagram post I put up at the weekend. There I was very innocently thinking, I haven't done any makeup posts for such a long time. And if you're a new listener or you're not necessarily aware, I've been a beauty editor for over 20 years. So in addition to creating this podcast, I'm also very much in the beauty world as well. And I have been really rubbish about reviewing and trialing makeup. And usually every day someone says, when are you going to do your makeup tutorials again? When are you going to do your makeup looks again? And there's just been other things uh, that I'm doing. And it feels a little bit like, you know, when I'm on top of my workload, when you see makeup posts go up, because it means that I've got a bit more time or I've made space for them. But anyway, so I had um, received Lisa Eldridge's eyeshadow palettes, I think before Christmas. That's how awful I am. And they've been staring me in the face every day when I go and do my makeup. I'll see them unopened, perfectly kept in their boxes. Or maybe I have opened them once and had a look at them and gone, ooh, but then I put them away very carefully as if they were brand new. And each day that passed, I'd feel more and more guilty that I hadn't used them yet. So on Saturday, I had a really busy day. I was having a very, very relaxed evening. But I kind of got a second wind and I thought, I know, I will... Use one of the palettes. So, Saturday night, I uh, got out Myth, which is a beautiful six pan eyeshadow palette with the most incredible violets and sort of lilac and smoky amethyst hues. And I created a look and I took a picture and I posted it on Instagram. Not a huge amount of thought went into this particular content, I have to say. It was just a I will apply the makeup, I will take a picture of the makeup, I will post the makeup, and then I'll double cleanse and then get back to watching whatever I was watching on TV. And I genuinely didn't think too much of the caption. I just kept it very simple. And I just wrote, and I quote, So, looks like the Lisa Eldridge eyeshadow palette in Myth is the one, which is pleasing and disappointing in equal measure, because I was kind of hoping it was Agent Pena from Narcos. ho oh, um. And that was it. Now, for those in the know, Agent Pena uh, in Narcos is a DEA agent in the Netflix show, and he's played by the actor Pedro Pascal. Now... <laughs> To say that my DMs were flooded with people telling me how much they loved Pedro Pascal is a total understatement. I received hundreds of messages from people. Some of them included more detail than I was expecting and dare I say more detail that is appropriate about how much they loved him. But there we go. The gist being how incredibly desirable he is and how um, how many people have similar feelings that I have to Agent Pena to actual Pedro Pascal. And look, I'm hot for Agent Pena, so I get it. In fact, and I'll just be really honest here, I'm also watching The Mandalorian and The Last of Us. So like a lot of people, I'm getting my fill of Pedro right now, just because he's, he's gone viral. He's at critical mass. He's just, he's everywhere. And I will just say this. I'm so glad so many of us are on the same page about Pedro, but perhaps what is so delightful about being aware of him and enjoying his work is how much he's enjoying it. And the backstory to that is that he's been acting for years, but he's now 47 years old. And to quote Zoolander, he is so hot right now. You almost can't turn on the TV without seeing him. You almost can't leave the house without seeing him on a billboard or something featured that he is involved with in some way. And it's amazing. It's so amazing. All of that graft, all of that work, all of the years of acting have sort of reached this point. But it's also, I don't know, maybe I'm being a bit, maybe I'm being a bit sad here, but it is, it does feel a little bit sad because he's inevitably going to become even more famous and he's inevitably going to sweep the awards, television awards next season. He's missed this, he's missed this season, but I think next season he's going to sweep everything for The Last of Us, The Mandalorian, everything. And right now I think his charm is that he's so accessible he's so active on social media he's so real he doesn't give rehearsed or scripted responses and he just seems like the kind of guy that if you bumped into him he would have a conversation with you and I just wonder if as time moves on this wonderful person that we've discovered and whose work we enjoy might begin to feel a little bit out of reach I don't know maybe that won't be the case. I think it would be an inevitable reaction to that kind of fame to sort of close yourself off a bit. But um, I'm not an expert. I am not experiencing his kind of fame and maybe he that's why he's experiencing it because he will navigate it with far greater ease and grace than I ever could. In any case, I will continue to have impure thoughts about Agent Peña on the regular and I will continue to think Pedro Pascal is an incredible actor and from the tone and nature of my DMs, it seems like you will too. Now, before I leave you, I want to share what's coming up on the next episode of the podcast. And it's Anna Martha, the psychotherapist. She's my guest. And wow, what a conversation. As I do every week, I ask my guests to share with me their life lessons from the stories of how they've navigated the tougher stuff in life. And we always start with, talk to me about your relationship with risk, because risk really is, if someone explains to you how they deal with risk, how they cope with risk, how they make decisions when there's a risk, when something's at stake, It's a really good get to know you question. I'm just going to tell you that. Now, if you suffer from the disease to please, that's people pleasing, then you simply must listen to this episode genuinely. Both Anna and I are recovering people pleasers, and we really get into it about how seeking external validation from someone else is a fool's errand, but how hard it can be to piece yourself together when you've delegated your self esteem to how others treat and feel about you and respond to you. Trust me, it gets really, really deep. I don't want to turn every conversation that I have on the podcast into my own personal therapy session, but I, even I at the end thought, oh gosh, did I, did I open up too much? Was I a little bit too honest there? Because obviously it's, it's Anna's episode, not mine, but in order to really go there with the people pleasing and to really unpick it, um, I think it required both of us to lay on the table Um, how deeply it had affected us and it has really deeply affected Anna and it is definitely something that has really deeply affected me too so I really hope that you enjoy that episode if you aren't already subscribed please do subscribe on whatever podcast platform it is that you use and also don't forget that I am now on YouTube clips from the podcast are on YouTube now so if you want to watch little snippets from the episode which might give you a little bit more sort of a little bit more insight into the sort of feeling the vibe in the room when we're having these conversations then click the link in the show notes and make sure you subscribe there too because we're picking out the bits that we think you'll really like and i'd love to get your feedback on those so that's everything for bullet points this week thank you so much for listening thank you for following thank you for commenting on post thank you for subscribing and spreading the word about the podcast I appreciate it hugely. Thank you so much for sending me a variety of images of Pedro Pascal as various characters that he has played. I've enjoyed that too. Um, Never stop. Never, ever stop. I will always be grateful for one of those in my DMs. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I will see you on the next one.